Hi, this is JoJo, and I'm um, going to do another non-tarot, Holy Spirit-based, biblical scripture-based reading. And it's going to be, I'll just let the cards speak for themselves, and then I'll go over um, each one, okay? So that's what I'm going to do today. I hope you guys are having a blessed day. It's beautiful outside over here little bit cloudy but you know I love springish weather all right so the first card says do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid let's see do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid and that's John 14 27 it says peace I leave with you my peace I give you. I do not give you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That's the first card here, okay? This is the most high telling us that <clears throat> don't let it bother us. Whatever the situation is, if somebody is causing you heartbreak, causing you to feel confusion, he's saying... Don't let it bother you. Don't let your heart be troubled. Because at the end of the day, there's peace in the Lord. There's peace in, in trusting in your creator. And it is. And it's, it's something we have to embrace. It's something we have to embrace. And it's just not going to come to us automatically. You know, he says, seek and you shall find. And there's a scripture I read the other day that said, if you seek good, you'll receive good. If you seek evil, you'll seek evil. So when you're seeking, you know, fulfillment from the Lord and, and peace in your spirit from him, that's exactly what you will get. But if you dwell on whatever's bothering you about a specific person, what they've done, you know, you know, the, the, the pain that you may feel in your heart. When you dwell on that, it keeps you in that place longer. It keeps you in that sad, you know, somewhat depressive, negative spirit longer than you have to be. So sometimes we're choosing to remain in a dark place when we don't necessarily have to. It, it is a choice, essentially. And either you're going to choose to get out of that vibe and, and, and get to another place that's better than you feel or you'll remain stagnant. But we do have a choice in the matter. Sometimes I know it feels like it's done to us. We don't have a choice. We're powerless in a situation, but that's not necessarily the case. So I just wanted to point that out. All right, so the next one, the next card, let's see saying God loved the world believes in him that's John three sixteen. it says for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life so we all know we, we all are familiar with that you know that whosoever believe in him will not perish and you know he so loved us so if we're lacking love from someone we wish we had love from, just don't forget the love of your creator. 
It's greater, it's bigger than any man can give you, okay? It's bigger than any human being can give you, for that matter. Um, but I know sometimes when we're in our feelings, you know, sometimes we think it's not enough. God's love is not enough. But it really is. Because he he could be our all. Sometimes we're seeking God in another person. We want a person to fulfill us. But the only person who could do that is our Heavenly Father. Because he could provide for us. You know, he could fulfill our hearts. <clears throat> Any void, he can't fulfill. But it's not going to happen automatically. Again, we have free will. We have choices. We could choose to remain in a negative state that, that may not be that beneficial to us. Or we can choose to embrace his love that he gives us freely. We could choose to meditate on that. We could choose to dwell in it and let that be our covering. Let that be our protection. Let that be where our heart lies and put our faith into that. Or we can dwell on the situation ship. Or we could dwell on the problems that's bothering us. We could focus on that. So we do have a choice. We can embrace God's love that he gives to us freely. We don't have to chase it. We don't have to be desperate for it. We don't have to try to earn it. He gives it to us freely. How many people can you say, you know, does that? None. None. Okay. So, the next one says, he does not make you live in fear again. That's Romans 8.14. And the full scripture says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. So, we're not to live in fear. Because, you know, one thing I know is that if somebody has broken our heart, it can make us fearful. It can make us fearful of loving again. It can make us feel like if we, you know, open up our hearts, you know what I mean? It's it's a serious risk. And it's always a risk. There's always a risk involved when you open up your heart. That's why the scripture says guard your heart, you know, with all due diligence, for out of it comes the issue of life. So, as women, we're not even supposed to open our hearts until a man has proven himself worthy of receiving our heart, first of all. But sometimes we can be hurt so bad that we won't even give anyone an opportunity to love us because we just shut it down altogether. But giving a chance means you give them the opportunity to show you that they're worthy of your heart. But sometimes we won't even give a person the opportunity to show us because we're that hurt inside. And this scripture is letting us know he does not give us the spirit of fear. Okay? When we're the children of the Lord, you know, he, we don't have to live in fear. It's not, it's not of the Lord. We're not, we're not supposed to fear any human being. We're not supposed to fear anything. We're supposed to be fearless. We're supposed to walk in the confidence of the Lord that he gives us. So, we don't live in fear, but we don't wear our heart on our sleeves either. We give people the opportunity to show us who they really are. And then we could go from there. Are they worth investing in emotionally? You know, we can let them show us if they are. You know... Coming out of New Age, 
you know, and manifesting. I think manifesting a specific person comes with its challenges simply because you could very well manifest a specific person, but they might not meet all your needs. You have to constantly do all types of tricks and mental diets and all this stuff to get them, you know, to get all your needs met. And it's like, that's not even necessary. When we put our faith in the Lord, when we trust in Him, we have a greater peace in our heart. And, and there's nothing wrong with thinking positive and looking for the good in others. Because Scripture says, if you seek good, you'll get good. If you seek evil, you'll get evil. However, if someone treats you less than you know you deserve to be treated, that's not something you sweep under the rug and ignore. Um, you have to test the spirit because not everyone is for you. Even if you want them, even if you like them, that may not be the person that God has for you. <clears throat> and you know, the other day, you know, I love to go for long walks. That's that's how I like to get my workout. I just love, you know, thinking thoughts to myself and just going for a long walk. So, you know, I walked around, um, you know, a marina and I saw the couples walking, other people walking and the, the couples, I would think to myself, does she have to manifest him? Do they have to do all type of manifestation, law of attraction crap to be together? And I bet you they didn't have to do it. I bet you they did not have to do any of that. They didn't have to manifest. They didn't have to do all type of mental diets and tricks to get the person. I bet you most of those were just organic, happy relationships. You didn't have, They didn't have to do all this other stuff that New Age encourages. And here's the thing, coming from a trauma past, like a trauma childhood where, you know, you were let down by your your main parent or caregiver, and you, you know, you were love starved. Sometimes, as adults, it could cause us to want to settle for crumbs, settle for bread coming, settle for F-boys, settle for what we know is less than what we deserve. Simply because we we have a scarce a scarcity mindset, like we uh we need to take what we can get type of thing, and unfortunately, some of us will settle into such relationships to be with someone, and we'll tolerate all the crap they give us just so we could be there, just so we can have someone. But when you graduate from that lowest state of just taking what you can get to I deserve this and choosing to entertain only a person that you know can meet those needs and your your preferences that's a different level of love and, and we all deserve the highest form of love but unfortunately we can't get there if we're still in that scarcity mindset okay and unfortunately with the new age it perpetuates and kind of keep the cycle going because you have this magical way of thinking and trying to manifest someone or something so that you know you can manipulate circumstances and get people who did you wrong to suddenly treat you right what is it about us that would want someone who showed us that we mean absolutely nothing to them what is it about us that want that we want that that we even want them back there's something wrong with that. It's almost as if, you know, 
we we create is is uh what you call it? I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. You know, Shoklam syndrome, where you you want the love and affection from the person that abused you, that did you wrong. <clears throat> We should not be settling for that. We should be guarding our heart. We should let someone show us that they're worth our heart, that they're safe. You know, New Age, a lot of New Age teaches us we're supposed to put our ego aside and be vulnerable and open up our hearts. It's the, it's the exact opposite of what God said. God says to guard our heart with all due diligence for out of it comes the issue of, of life. If we do an effective job of guarding our heart, and only um, allow those who sh proven themselves worthy and safe to open up to, we can eliminate our own heartbreaks. We really can. But if we're not doing that, and we're just sort of wearing our heart on our sleeves, hoping for the best, we're just setting ourselves up for one heartbreak after another heartbreak after another. And I can attest to that because that's pretty much what I've been doing in the past, you know? You like someone, you hope something, you know, works out with them. They don't have to put any effort or show you anything. You just think that they want the same thing. You assume that they feel the same way. They may even say it or show a little bit. But next thing you know, they ghost or they do something weird to, to mess everything up. And then you already invested emotionally and they didn't even, you know, that's why we don't do that. That's why we vet. That's why we get to know a person. That's why we let them show us. As women, we should not be professing our love to a man. We should not be letting a man know how we feel. We should not be gift giving if they haven't give, given us anything. And if we do give them a gift, give them a card. We should not be going above and beyond for a man because naturally we're supposed to be the receivers. Okay. As women, we're supposed to be on the receiving end. And if we're trying so hard to prove ourselves to a man, it usually doesn't work out to our benefit for the most part. We, we don't need to prove anything to a man. There, it's, it's supposed to be the other way around. That's all I'm saying is that, you know, when I seen these couples, I'm like thinking to myself, I bet you they didn't have to use law of attraction law of assumption, new age techniques to get this person. I bet you it was just organic. I bet you they just, you know, they both had mutual feelings together and they just, you know, I bet you that most regular couples that you see that are happy, it's organic. They didn't have to do any of these techniques. They didn't have to affirm and do all this new age stuff to get them. Okay? And so... We put our faith in the Lord. What he brings together, no one is going to be able to separate. Okay? So that's why our foundation and our heart needs to be rooted in our Heavenly Father. So that we can have what's best for us. The person that we're interested in, or, or we may want the specific person that may be of interest to us. They may not be it. Because if, if, if it was right, why aren't, why, why, why is it their union right now? If it was right for you to be with that person. Sometimes this does happen. People split and then they come back together permanently. Sometimes a man needs to see, you know, you don't realize what you got till it's gone type of thing. And so sometimes, you know, a split is necessary in order for, you know, a person to see, you know, that what they had was the real deal. You know what I mean? It happens like that sometimes. But for the most part, 
we let people show us who they really are and we believe them when they do okay so i'm gonna pull this next card it says he delivered me from all my fears that's psalm 34 4 to 5 that's what it says here and i'm gonna read the rest of um the scripture in the back it says i sought the lord and he answered me he delivered me from all my fears those who took to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. Wow. You see that? You seek the Lord. He will answer you. He will deliver you from all your fears. You know, those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered in shame. Look at that. And this is Psalm 34, 4 to, 4 to 5. I mean, <clears throat> you can't go wrong with trusting your Heavenly Father. With your, with your issues, with your problems, through prayer. You just can't go wrong, you guys. And <clears throat> I know tarot readings are addictive. This is why I'm doing this. This is why I'm inspired to use the Holy Scriptures and give you a card reading from the Heavenly Father himself. Because divination, tarot, its origins is rooted in the occult. Why would God and, and the Holy Spirit need to communicate to you through an occultic source? Why would you need to use the Ouija board to get a message from God or the Holy Spirit? Is that how he communicates? No. But through his word, through his word, he'll communicate to you. Sometimes through dreams. Sometimes I get prophetic dreams, but it's not that often. I probably get prophetic dreams once a year, once every couple years, something like that. But, <clears throat> yeah, the Most High will, um, and here's the thing, it's not automatic. Some of us think that we say a prayer, it's going to automatically just come upon our heart and all this stuff. No, we have to seek him out. We have to embrace his love in our hearts. We have to seek after him. We have to, there's an action we have to take in order to be on a receiving end of it. It's something we have to, we kind of have to embrace it, so to speak. So I, I won't say meditate, but kind of like that, because I, I, I'm not really that great at meditating. But what I know how to do is to embrace certain feelings. So if I'm trying to embrace God's love in my heart and my spirit, I'm starting to feel the the love that he has for me. I'm starting to feel gratitude in my heart for his mercy and his grace and his love. I'm being grateful about all, you know, about my life, my daily uh, privileges, you know, having a roof over my head, stuff like that. These are the type of feelings that I feel when I embrace God's love. So you can start there with gratitude and feeling in your heart the gratitude that you have for the daily conveniences that some people don't have. People on a street homeless with a cup in their hand, they don't have four walls that they can come to. They don't have a toilet that they can use. They don't have a shower that they can keep themselves clean. They don't have breakfast, lunch, and dinner like we do. You know what I mean? They don't have the same access. So, we, you know, these are things when you be grateful for them, you can feel it in your heart. It starts with that. When, when you're um, seeking the Lord, I suggest you start in gratitude for the little things and then it'll just build up. And then before you know it, you'll feel so much love in your heart and appreciation for God's love. That's how it is. 
See, it's a choice. The emotional state that we are in depends on what we choose to dwell on. You could dwell on your situation. You could dwell on what's upsetting you. Or you could dwell on things that are going great for you in your life. You know, and you can do that instead. So it is a choice. So I'm, I'm going to pull this next card. This one says, do not fear for I am with you. And that's Isaiah 41.10. And the scripture says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will, uh, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Okay? This is his promise to us, you guys. This is his promise of his love and, and how he's, he has our back. I'm going to pull from my Proverbs deck here. Because like all the tarot people do, they pull from different decks. So I'm going to pull from my favorite book of the Bible. And that's the book of Proverbs here. And this is going to, um, I'm going to close off this reading with um, this deck and, and just a couple more. And that'll be it for today. But you can't go wrong with the spirit of the Lord, your heavenly father creator. This is the first, this is the one who created the whole foundation of the earth. He created all of us. He gave us the breath of life. He, he knows every hair on our head. He knows the number of it. Okay. He knows us inside and out. So it's like, you just can't go wrong with him. Okay. If anyone knows who's perfect for you, Who's the perfect match for you? It's him. Okay? It's him. So, I'm going to pull this. The first side is two-sided. So, the first side said, Good sense wins favor, but the way of the treacherous is their ruin. Proverbs 13, 15. I'm going to repeat that. I, I really like this one. It says, Good sense wins favor, but the way of the treacherous is their ruin. So... If someone did you wrong and basically they can't even be honest with you about their feelings and they just left you out in the cold and just treated you like you meant absolutely nothing when at first they acted like they cared and next thing you know they act like you didn't exist. It says the way of the treacherous is their ruin. Treating people like this, doing people wrong, the way of the treacherous is their ruin, according to the Lord. Okay? And so let's read the back. In all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths right. And that's Proverbs uh, 3, 6. Uh, I think the King James Version says, Acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. Um, but yeah, acknowledge him in all your ways, he will direct your path. If it's love, if it's a specific person... You, you bring it to the Lord and just remember that their actions or lack of action is a form of communication, whether we like it or not. If they ghosted you, if they showed you that they could care less about you and your feelings, that is a form of communication. No contact. That's a form of communication. They're saying... You know, 
you're not important to me. You're not special. I could care less about you. That's what that is. And, and you know, sometimes people are shy. Maybe they, um, you know, they have a bout of shyness. They're afraid to contact you. That's possible. But, you know, we don't want to assume anything. We want, we want, we want the evidence. And, of course, faith is the evidence, you know, things so for. We can believe in an unseen, too, but... That unseen that we believe in, let that be our Heavenly Father and not so much idolization of a person because people will disappoint us all the time. So, I'm going to pull a, a card of positive um, encouragement. It's not a scripture, but it's just, you know, positive. Um, it's a positive encouragement card, okay? And this one says, I know that money flows to me freely. When I pursue my passions, I am abundant. So this is a good one. I know my passions. Yeah, I know money flows to me freely when I pursue my passions. Yeah. I am abundant. So that's a nice uh, encouragement for today, you know. to If you have hobbies and things that um, you love to do, you know, I feel like that can be your source of income, you know, when you do what you love. But I don't know about it, because I love to sew, I love fashion, but there's not enough hours in a day for me to, you know, just sew clothes all day and, and then sell them, because I'd have to charge a whole lot to make it worth it for me, you know what I mean, because my time is so limited, and sewing does take a lot of time, effort, you know, but... I think if I tried to make a business out of designing stuff, I don't think I would like it because it'll take away from my passion if I involve money in it, you know? Because, see, I love to sew, um, but sometimes, you know, I feel like the times I've had, I, I have tried to make money off my sewing and stuff, it made me kind of nerve wreck and, and then my stitches aren't necessarily straight and stuff like that. And so I feel like when you add money to the equation, for me, it kind of messes things up for me. But if I just do it for fun, it's still fun. So I don't know. I think it's different for everyone. But I'm going to pull one more card and this is going to close off this reading. And this is a card that um, I've, I've wrote like my own cards of positive um, encouragement. And so this is uh, what this one says. It says, you are designated for greatness. This includes love. Okay. You are designated for greatness. This includes love. So that is your reading for today. I thank you very much for listening. If you want to get in touch with me, I do offer coaching services, one-on-one, -on -one, sister chat, um, and ask JoJo. You can ask me any question. Visit my website, Rose of Love That Life. All right. Thank you for listening. Have a blessed day.